Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. My name is Pastor Marty. I'm the minister to the Grace Adventist Centre and Sterling Seventh-day Adventist Churches right here in Adelaide. And I'm joined by Pastor Gary. Gary, last week we were living in tents and caravans. How does it feel to be back at home? Uh, i tell you what. it is uh, Living in a tent and a caravan is a fantastic uh, uh, thing. It's something I really, uh, I really do enjoy. Uh, but I have to admit, being back in my own bed uh, is... Uh, is something that I certainly do uh, do appreciate. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, it was uh, it was a great time, wasn't it? Uh, going up to to the camp there at uh, Barmira, but uh, there's nothing like your own bed, is there? Ah, uh, look, it really is. It really is something. And uh, I mean, we had a fantastic uh, camp. And look, I must apologise to our folks. Uh, uh, last week, we were hoping on broadcasting Faith FM Drive Time uh, right from the uh, the Barmira uh, camp uh, campground where we were camping. We had a lovely yellow tent set up with all the equipment. Uh, but uh, the technology gremlins didn't like us one little bit. And uh, finally, after two days of trying to get on air, uh, we gave up and uh, had to go another another direction. That doesn't sound like you, Pastor Gary. You're not a you're not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. I don't like quitting. I uh, but but once you're uh, saying bad words about the, uh, the, the, the the technology, it is time to uh, absolutely. Move. That's that's the signal. Isn't go it? a different direction. Hey, you know, this week, Pastor Gary, we're looking at the theme of health, holistic health and well-being. And what's the specific subject you're going to be talking to us about a bit later? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, look, I'm really looking forward to uh, uh, to this. Um, what was the title I put on to uh, I put on to this? Something uh, about uh, can it can you be an unhealthy vegetarian? Uh, can you be? I, I I knew there was a title. Yeah, look, this is this is something that I am actually really passionate about because uh, a lot of people uh, don't actually and don't actually realise they're, uh, they're they're sort of mono focused in the whole area of of health. There was a time when uh, I was mono focused, uh, and that was uh, that's certainly you know a person is a vegetarian, but they're actually an unhealthy vegetarian. And there are other people who are mono focused. They Absolutely. go to that, they go to the gym every day, but then they consume so much uh, junk food that they do away with all the good. <laughs> and that's the thing that we actually want to look this at is today. True. That's right. That's a good point. You know, sometimes we kind of think that because we've done something healthy, that it kind of justifies us to then make a whole bunch of Poor health decisions. Health is actually a a lifestyle. Uh, it's not actually one thing. I mean, I I can think of and and you know I'm going to be talking talking about this. I can think of so many of my friends that uh, go and pay their uh, four or five hundred dollars uh, some you know uh, to go and join the join the gym mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, you know they faithfully go along for for, for two weeks and uh, you know getting <laughs> getting incredibly sore and. Uh, Okay, it's good for for two weeks as far as it goes, but you know, a holistic health is just that. It's holistic. That's right. That's right. There's All these fad kind of diets that, yeah, they just last a little while and then it drops off. And yeah, so we're looking at something that's sustainable, that becomes part of our 
daily experience so that we can really, really thrive. Yeah, I actually want to share my personal story on this one. Because, I'm excited. Uh, you know, this is something that uh, when I share this, I mean, I'm I'm conscious that so many people can actually relate oh, yes. uh, to, to, to my particular story. <laughs> oh, looking forward to that, Pastor Gary. Look, for our World Watch segment today, I've picked a very recent article, Major PBS, a Pharmaceutical Benefit Scheme Shake-Up will allow Australians to purchase more medicine for less, saving government $1.2 billion. This was uh, on the ABC. And I'll just read the first paragraph there. The cost of hundreds of medicines will be halved for millions of Australians with chronic illness who will be able to buy 60 days' worth of medicine for the price of a single prescription from September under a major and controversial shake-up of the pharmaceutical benefit scheme in next month's budget. So just to highlight a couple of key points from this article, the government will double the amount of medicine some people can collect with each script from one to two months. The policy will be targeted at people with chronic illnesses and will include 320 medicines on the pharmaceutical benefit scheme. Mm-hmm. And the Pharmacy Guild says the changes will cause supply shortages and financially impact pharmacies. Well, Health Minister Mark Butler said about 6 million Australians will be able to collect a two-month supply of some common medicines rather than one when they pick up their script, effectively halving the cost. And so he's saying that this is going to save um, save money for Australians, but uh, of course the opposition don't agree that that's, that's kind of normal. And the pharma- Pharmacy Guild is also concerned. They said the Pharmacy Guild's president, Professor Trent Tomley, uh, said that there were already 472 medications in Australia that were critically short in supply or completely unavailable. Mm. He went on to say, we've got more medicine outages in Australia than we've ever had in the history of the pharmaceutical benefits scheme. So the government needs to stop worrying, this is his word, stop worrying about a glossy announcement, a pre-budget promise uh, about helping the cost of living and get the basics right first, which means making sure everyone can get at least one box, at least get one box. Um, of course, Mr. Butler responds to this and says it's going to be fine. And uh, and then we also have the pharma- some pharmacists who are concerned. Uh, one, one pharmacist says, we can't afford to keep our doors open offering the same services when this comes through as we are now. However, the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners President Nicole Higgins dismissed these ideas as being alarmist. At a time when the Pharmacy Guild, she says, has recorded the biggest profits in pharmacy, this is fear-mongering. We need to put patients first and we need to make sure people have cheaper and easier health care and free up those GP appointments. Mm. You know, Gary, as I listen to this, I feel this political tension. I feel the issue of money involved in this. And, and I want to ask you the question, why is it so important for Australians that politics and making a profit are not the primary drivers when it comes to the healthcare system, yeah, I think it's a, a really good question, actually. There, uh, there, Marty, because unfortunately, uh, we've actually uh, developed a medical system that is drugs-based dependent. 
Now, uh, there is certainly a, a viable and a valuable place uh, for reputable uh, drugs, and I certainly don't want to undermine uh, that uh, that reality. Uh, but you know, Marty, one of the things I'm I'm also conscious of uh, is that uh, it, it is physically when you become drugs based dependent. It all, there is also an economic cost, and to me, I, I certainly look at this uh, um, uh, this uh, proposal by the government. It's a way of getting medication uh, in a more in a cheaper manner into the into the community. Uh, to me, it, it certainly on face value appears to make uh, quite reasonable sense. Uh, the thing that uh, I'm I'm really conscious of, however, is that we are part of a community. We are part of a society that's largely become uh, drugs dependent now mm, it mm. is a vital part uh, but what I'm uh, what I'm suggesting is that so many of the chronic challenges that we are actually facing today can actually be overcome in a uh, in a very uh, in a natural manner absolutely this is this is the reality you know as I was reading through this article and I'm you know here's this government push to make Make medicines more affordable to Australians with chronic conditions. This yeah. is they're targeting people with chronic conditions, people who have things like heart disease or diabetes. You know, and, and regardless of whether it's a good idea or not, that was my question. Mm. Is what about lifestyle interventions? In other words, why with all the growing evidence and research about the importance of lifestyle, do we keep treating the symptoms Instead of the underlying causes of these chronic diseases, yeah. because because everybody knows that by take well, I hope everybody knows, and I'm apo- I apologise if this is uh, going to burst anyone's bubble out there, but you know t- taking taking the pills and taking the medications doesn't actually treat the cause; Correct. it only treats the symptoms. And so in order to actually, what are the underlying causes? Often they are things that relate to our diet, they relate to our exercise, they relate to our sleep, they relate to drinking enough water. And imagine if we pumped $1.2 billion into that, Gary. Ah, uh, yeah, and look, that has to be uh, the uh, the item that is, uh, to me, forefront. I mean, uh, surely, would it be possible to um, to to reduce our dependence on the entire medical system if we had an entire population who was actually far healthier? I, I believe so, and you know, I'm actually doing some study in lifestyle medicine through Avondale University, and and. And as part of the research, I've actually seen that there are countries, there's a country in Scandinavia, I can't, I think it was Finland, that actually went down this track and, and they targeted lifestyle diseases, they targeted heart disease among men in particular. Yeah. And through, through national advertising and through nas- a national campaign, they had incredible results. Mm. It can be done. I think a lot of people look at that and they, and, 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 and sometimes even, you know, even sometimes medical professionals, Gary, will, will look at the lifestyle interventions and they'll say, absolutely, we agree with the evidence, but will people really put it into practice? Yeah. Yeah. Will they really do it? And in a country like Australia, where we, where it is, um, you know, we are so, we're so blessed. We do have one of the best healthcare systems in the world. But it's also, in some ways, not as motivating when you can just rock up, get your medications, um, you know, 
And right and, now, right know, now, you sort of see there's this um, this um, diabetes drug that's just uh, come on the uh, on the market because it can also be used to uh, to reduce a person's weight. Uh, and of course, the temptation is to go and take the diabetes drug, irrespective of what the side effects actually are. There's there is side effects. This is what this, there are side effects, and this is what sometimes is is uh, is not necessarily highlighted because yeah. because again there. Uh, Gary, we live in a world where there are many conflicts of interest. Yeah. And as soon as you start to mix politics and making a profit with healthcare, you are bound to wind up with some conflicts of interest. And that is something that I think it's important for us all to actually realise that that reality. I mean, that is, uh, you know, I mean, um, uh, you know, dare I mention COVID, but, you know, I mean, hey, you know, I mean, uh, this, this whole issue, um, I myself, I, I suggest that there was a, a significant portion of, uh, of this particular dynamic uh, in the whole uh, COVID. <laughs> COVID. Now, I'm going to get myself into trouble. Uh, I know that. I'm going to get myself into trouble saying that. But um, the more I, I don't oh, look at of it, course, yeah. of course, you know, we're human beings. We 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 are caught up with our own agendas so often, yeah. And um, and sometimes we, you know, this has been an age old issue. You know, we we've known that that for for a long time there are there are there are conflicts of interest when it comes to to the healthcare system and yeah. and, and yeah. pharmaceuticals and 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 the big companies, etc. So. You mentioned before, Gary, that, you know, there's sometimes natural ways, there's simple ways. And I think what, what I'm getting from this article is that Australians, the cost of living is, is biting a lot of us. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. You know, and so we do want to save money, mm. but we also want to live healthy. Can we do both? What are some simple ways to live a more healthy lifestyle and also save money? Yeah, look, uh, we're actually going to really dig into that uh, that particular question, but I, I, I'd, lo- I'd prefer to actually hold it until I'm actually uh, sharing my own personal story because, and you know, one of the things that um, that certainly impacted my my life, I'm uh, I, I'm certainly healthier now than what I was just uh, just a few years ago, and it came mm. about as a as a result of what was, for me was actually a life shock, mm. uh, and it's so often that uh, people actually don't make make changes to their lifestyle until some shock actually does come yeah it's a big motivator their, yeah. into their life uh, you know I mean I know that in my own case uh, uh, you know I've always had a, a relatively a healthy healthy life and probably until I got into my uh, mid mid 50s I don't think I knew what the inside of a doctor's surgery looked like uh, <laughs> you know that was just the way you know I could do what I like that is and great. Uh, that was the way yeah. that's the way I went but uh, since that time um, you know things Things have have changed somewhat, and uh, that's the story I do want to share with you because, uh, to me, I I believe uh, it 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 screamed at me uh, when uh, uh, when I was shocked into 
making change? Absolutely, Gary. And so I, I will hold that question then. We'll, we will hold that question. And I'm really looking forward to hearing simple ways that we can improve our health that don't cost the earth, yeah. but actually going to save us money both in the short term and certainly in the and long term. And if I term. haven't answered it at the end, please come back oh, to me. I'll be that. coming back to it. Yeah, please Absolutely. come back to it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Yes. You're not a, I won't let you off the hook. Hey, for our listeners, our friends out there today, we have a free giveaway. It's called 10 Choices for a Full Life by Katia Reinhardt. And uh, she's got a lot of letters after her name, uh, Pastor Gary, I noticed. And she covers many aspects of healthful living in this little book, including physical activity, and abstaining from tobacco, alcohol, and other harmful substances. It's a holistic approach, which also incorporates um, the importance of cultivating healthy relationships and shows you how to focus on what is true and, uh, and, and worth thinking about. And the health benefits, of course, also found in engaging in serving others. This sounds like an absolute ripper, Gary, a yeah. book that is going to be Straight to the point, succinct, very practical. And I tell you, if there's anyone out there who's either, you know, if you've got some health challenges, this, this is, is, is going to be a great book. Are, this is for people who want to look at holistic health, who are prepared to say, yeah. yes, you know, I acknowledge there are different aspects to health that I need to bring together uh, if I'm going to be able to have a, you know, a, a quality lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's it's looking at the big picture. Indeed. It's it's looking at the big picture. And it's and it's simple, would you say? You know, it's practical. Yep, it's going to it. be something that, I guess, wherever you're at on your health journey, this is going to be a book that's going to benefit you. That's so it. if you want a free copy of this book, all you've got to do is send us a text to 04888-80811. And the code you need to send to get that free book is SA116. Once again, the uh, that number is 04888-80811. And send us the code SA116. 116 to get your free copy of 10 choices for a full life. Looking at holistic health, how to really flourish and thrive and, and actually live, uh, the best, uh, the best life that you can. And, uh, we're just going to come to some music now. And, um, this is a song called Praise You in the Storm by Casting Crowns. I hope you enjoy. sure by now God you would have reached out and wiped our tears away stepped in and saved the day but once again I say amen and it's still raining but as the thunder rolls I barely hear you whisper through the rain I raise my hands and praise the God who gives and takes away. And I'll praise you in this storm, and I will lift my hands, for you are who you are. No matter where I am, in every tear I've cried, 
Crowns praise you in this storm. Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Marty and Pastor Gary. This week we are looking at the theme of holistic health and well-being. And today, Gary, we're asking the question, can I be an unhealthy vegetarian? So uh, you've, you're going to be sharing a bit of your personal experience. We're looking forward to hearing a bit of your journey 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I really appreciate this opportunity, actually, uh, Marty, because uh, one of the things that I'm, I, I suppose, in in giving this program that title, I suppose I was wanting to reflect on uh, my own journey, uh, because my own journey for many years was certainly the journey of a unhealthy uh, vegetarian. Now, you know, to me, we live in an amazingly um, health-conscious world. You know, there's huge sums of money continually going, you know, as you've rightly pointed out, into the whole health system. You know, if you're not feeling well, what you do is you run off to the uh, to the local uh, GP. He'll uh, give you some medication that hopefully will, will cure you. Uh, whereas, uh, you know, if we take one step backwards and we just simply say, hey, is it possible that by uh, doing certain... Uh, lifestyle adjustments, we may be able to avoid uh, running off to the doctor anywhere near as many times as we uh, uh, as we actually uh, do. Uh, you know, I, I've got uh, I've certainly had had mates that have spent you know huge sums of money not just going to the doctor, but before that they go to the go to the gym, uh, and that's fantastic. You know, they'll pay you know for for six months they might pay four hundred and fifty five hundred uh, dollars, uh, and uh, uh, their pay and, and you know I sort of look at that and I say. Hey, you know, um, and yet at the same time, um, their health regime is not balanced. Uh, at the same time, they will be eating huge amounts of junk food. Mm, uh, you know, and mm, I, mm. I, I look at this and I say, hey, is the, what's the point of what they're actually doing? Then there are others, of course, of my, and these are all my friends, uh, who have uh, picked up the usual fad diets. And, uh, they will eat, uh, eat kale, uh, you know, for two <laughs> or three, three weeks. Nothing but kale. That's and impressive I, to do that for three weeks. And I, and I've got nothing against kale. I mean, kale is a, is a good, healthy product. But if you're solely eating any one product, it's probably not going to do what you want it to, to do. Uh, you know, there's something about having balance mm. in order to mm. be a... So, so, so what's my story? I, I suppose myself. I mean, why did I become a, a vegetarian? Well, actually, I became a vegetarian back when I was about uh, 17 or 18. And mm. uh, at that particular time, I was uh, uh, a young man out to uh, conquer the whole world like most uh, young men are at, uh, at that particular time. Um, but on that particular occasion, the thing that took me into vegetarianism was food poisoning. And uh, this was uh, this was something that uh, I had certainly never experienced. I'd heard about this magic thing called food poisoning, uh, but it was actually three days before before Christmas. It was around about, uh, uh, about uh, 76, 77, somewhere, uh, somewhere in there and uh, myself and a, a couple of uh, a couple of my mates went to uh, uh, went to a um, a sporting uh, event and uh, there at the uh, sporting event uh, all of us consumed steak and kidney pie mm. uh, nothing nicer wow. than steak and kidney pie at there the time boy, and oh uh, I love steak <laughs> and kidney pie um, all of us uh, came down with the same thing. We oh, all boy, came oh down with food poisoning. You know, I feel sorry for anyone who's ever experienced food poisoning. I, I, I was having trouble in the top end. I was having trouble in the bottom end. <laughs> <laughs> I was, ah, oh, dear me. It was. There's uh, been some gastro going around recently, Pastor. Ah, uh, this was worse than gastro. Okay, oh, okay. I, would, I wouldn't worse, uh, wish this on my, on my worst enemy. Wow, this was, uh, wow, wow. this was three days. In fact, it took me through into Christmas and, uh, 
and certainly, it must have been bad if it made you vegetarian, Pastor. It, it was enough for me to say, "Hey, I'm going vegetarian." If this is what meat can do to you, then I'm going vegetarian. Mm, and mm, uh, mm. I was, I certainly went at that uh, that time and became uh, and and started to. Uh, a better understanding of what food can do for you and to you. And uh, and certainly at that time I did take a decision and I did become yep. a vegetarian. Yeah, and did you say this was around maybe 1976 or 77? Somewhere about there, yeah. Somewhere in there. So, I mean, now... Gary, you know, vegetarianism is is actually quite common. A lot of people are doing it. Yeah. Back then, it wasn't trendy. It wasn't trendy at all. I no. mean, you you would have had a lot of people coming up to you and saying, and even sometimes people still ask this question: How are you going to get enough protein? Ah, uh, all of those questions, all those questions. This was this was something that, in fact, even my uh, my mum and dad on Sunday morning, uh, you would actually have a uh, a, a leg roasted, and uh, you know my. My mum really didn't know what to do with this son of hers who had suddenly become so radical as to eliminate uh, meat from their diet. Uh, And that was actually a progressive uh, stand that I took at that time. Mm. It it was something that I don't regret having taken. The the thing that uh, jumped out at me, however, was that at that time uh, I didn't have holistic health. Uh, what I had done is adopted one particular aspect of health mm-hmm. uh, that certainly would contribute to a healthy lifestyle. But, uh, you know, I, I was still a person who, you know, I, I still enjoyed uh, uh, fried foods, but I didn't do very much exercise. You see, mm-hmm. I'm, at mm-hmm. this time, mm-hmm. I'm about 18 years of age. Uh, you know, I mean, natural health is, I was always been a person who's had pretty good natural health. Uh, why do I bother need to, need to exercise? I, I wasn't drinking alcohol, uh, but I, uh, was consuming, uh, lots and lots of, uh, sugary fruit juices. I, I do, I do enjoy those, you know, so the, the calorie count was, uh, was high, uh, the fried Fried foods was high. Uh, the, uh, uh, the the diet was all the stuff that tastes good. <laughs> I was an unhealthy vegetarian. Absolutely, and, yeah, yeah, and and, and and that continued on into my life uh, for probably the next uh, uh, thirty or forty years. Now I'm going to jump now. Uh, down the uh, down the road, thirty or, or forty years, because uh, I'm I, I've now decided to become a, a church pastor. Uh, I've uh, uh, I've been able to, um, to to work with people in a pastoral in a spiritual setting. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. I don't drink alcohol. Uh, in many ways, I'm doing uh, good things, but I'm still at that point regarding myself as an unhealthy. I enjoyed. The fried foods. I did, you know, exercise wasn't something that was part of, uh, part of my regime. Now, mm. I actually went along to, um, a minister's meeting, uh, and this would have been now about uh, six or eight years ago. And uh, at that time, I was significantly heavier than what I am now. And, uh, you know, it, it's really, 
interesting when you meet the uh, the mates that you went to uh, to college you, you studied with all those years ago. You know, these guys can be very disrespectful, <laughs> terribly disrespectful. <laughs> and I well remember one of them coming coming up to me and uh, tapping me on my belly and saying, "Gary, life is treating you well, isn't it?" Uh, and uh, I I didn't appreciate being told by my mate of many years standing that but I had to acknowledge that what he had pointed out was probably very true very very mm, true mm, mm. that at that ministers meeting there was actually a uh, one of the um, one of the one of the processes that mm. uh, was put in place uh, was... Yeah, I uh, remember this. I was there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, they, yeah. so they, did they take your bloods? They took our bloods. They did a health check at that uh, that very did minute. they scan the artery on no, your neck? All of that. They did all of that. Yeah, because this is yeah. a massive study they were doing of Seventh-day Adventist pastors. Yeah. Uh, now, I went in. I actually didn't think I was in too bad a state. Uh, I saw all these other fellows there who, to me, were obvious they weren't in bad in a bad state. Well, they, they took my blood, uh, then they took my, my blood pressure, and I, I'd seen the people who were having uh, their blood pressure. There were some who were, could continue in the regular line, but there were others who, you know, these were the people who, you know, obviously weren't very healthy. They were being sidelined to go and have a talk to a doctor. Mm. Um, well, I can't had my blood pressure taken, and, oh, for the first time, though... They sent me to see the doctor. Mm. You see, my blood pressure, my blood pressure was way higher and... I didn't even know because, you know, I don't go to the doctor. Yeah, wow, wow, uh, And wow, this wow. was the first time I had... You were in danger zone by I'm the sounds of I'm in danger zone at this point. And uh, uh, the doctor sat down with me and said, now, look, when you get back uh, to your home, get to your doctor, uh, you need to be on medication. You mm, need to get mm, this thing mm. sorted. You're in, a, you're in a bad way. Well, I did, actually didn't appreciate being told <laughs> that I was in a bad way. Uh, but uh, that's what the numbers, they retook my blood pressure a second time, then a third time, uh, but the numbers unfortunately didn't change. Mm. I, I actually I came home as a result of that, and uh, that uh, evening when we got home, I'd been away a week, uh, my wife and my family, uh, they met us, and uh, we went out to a, a Chinese restaurant, and uh, I love Chinese, and uh, I I told my uh, my children uh, about uh, about this um, uh, about this event and uh, one of them just simply said well daddy might be making a point you know and uh, I mm, sort of thought well mm, where's my sympathy mm. level getting it from my family yeah. it comes to something when you don't even get sympathy yeah. from your own yeah, family that's right um, but the reality is is that what they were saying was a hundred percent correct yeah and yeah. I realized that at that point I guess they the, you know they they cared for you enough to to actually want you to go and seek you know, some, some professional advice on what you should do. And that was exactly that. As hard as that must have been, even, you know, for them, you know, when we've got loved ones and you see, you know, the, the, the health, um, deteriorating, you know, and, and, and it's always such a sensitive thing, isn't it? When you start talking about these kinds of topics, because, because we have almost an emotional connection to some types of foods, oh, Gary, you know, we, we it's not, 
it's it in it it can be uh, we 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 are the masters of self justification. Yeah, we yeah. can we can simply say like you're saying before. Well, I'm doing all these other things correctly. What's the big deal if I'm just having a yeah. little bit of this and you know? And before we know it, we yeah we uh, our health starts to deteriorate. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I suppose myself. Look, I I knew all the theory about. If you do certain things, if you do A, B, and C, then the result will be a healthier Pastor Gary. I knew all of that. It wasn't something I had to be taught because I had, I knew it, uh, mm, but I simply mm. hadn't put it in place. The very next day, I actually started my exercise regime. Now, this is six or eight years ago. Mm. I'm still on that exercise regime. That's awesome. I, Good on you. Uh, I, I, I now walk. I, 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 I do prefer wherever possible, uh, and I know that medication is important on occasions, uh, but wherever possible, I came and started a far healthier lifestyle. Uh, the very next day, uh, I started, and I had to work up. Uh, to this, I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't do then what I can actually do do now. But I took on power walking. You see, you asked a question before about uh, financially. See, to me, paying four hundred and fifty dollars to go to the gym uh, for a short period of time didn't actually make a lot of sense. When, uh, in fact, I was able to. I knew if I went out on the street and uh, did, I, I do power walking, and I, I power walk for about seven and a half kilometres a day. I normally do it in 56 to 57 minutes so it's at a reasonable uh, a reasonable pace but do you know the thing that blew me away was that over a period of two and a half months my weight reduced by 16 uh, uh, kilograms it went you down. You lost 16 kilos I, in two and a half months. In two and a half months. I, I, I went down. Initially, it went by uh, two and uh, more kilos per week. Uh, and mm, then mm, it can, mm. it, it reduced after that. Mm. Uh, but I lost 16 kilos, uh, in about two and a half months. The significant thing was that two and a half months later, my blood pressure was down to virtually normal. Wow. I lost, wow. I wow. lost about 20% of my body weight. Uh, and I've largely kept, I've put a little bit of that back on again, uh, but I've largely uh, kept off most of that. That uh, is fantastic. I no longer have a beer gut, you know, which is certainly what I did No, have. that's right. Well, you know, Gary, as you're sharing, I would have, I mean, we've only just met this year. I would have had no clue. And, and, no and, clue. And that's something that, uh, to me, um, as my... As my um, weight came down, my blood pressure also came down mm, mm, uh, mm. so that uh, now I, I don't require medication mm. for uh, something like uh, like blood pressure any mm, longer. I don't mm. need, you know, And but that wasn't the only change that I, I made to because it's not just a matter of the physical fitness issue. It's also a matter of what else. I mean, for example, just a very simple thing that I, uh, to this day, if I, if I do start <laughs> to actually put weight back on, uh, then, uh, my, my recipe is quite simple. You shall only drink water. 
And for uh, a period of time, and it might go for a month, two months, uh, I will only drink water. Uh, and okay, know, so you mean you're eliminating juices and, and, and soft drinks and those kinds of things. There is no soft drink. There is. I, I, I don't. If I want to, if I do start to put it back on, I can eat regular meals, I've discovered, so long as uh, things like yeah. um, like uh, fruit juices, particularly in my case, yes. is, is are eliminated. Yes. If I eliminate them, replace them with water, then what happens? I reduce my calories significantly, my exercise is already there, and my body starts to come into an equilibrium. Isn't it just amazing? I just think it's a beautiful thing that uh, how God has created our bodies. To think that we could actually be you know, sometimes ignorantly, other times knowingly making decisions that are impacting our health. And yet, in just a matter of months, when you start to implement these positive lifestyle changes, you get to see amazing results so quickly. And, and that's the thing that, to me, I look at it and I simply say, hey, you know, I, you know, when I look at my mates now, when I go to visit my mates, they've got no beer gut to actually tap me on <laughs> and say, hey, like, you know, your life is treating you Absolutely. well, isn't it, Gary? Absolutely. Well, actually, life does treat me well, yeah. but, you know, yeah. it's because – and. It it certainly has taken some time to be able to build up to the you know to the consistency. Now, if I don't if I don't walk in the morning, I've actually missed something. Yeah. Uh, I I actually feel that hey, my day hasn't started off right. Mm-hmm. It's now become habitual, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that to me is so key yeah. in building up a lifestyle. It's a gr- you know it becomes motivating when you start to see results and you start to feel better and Gary yeah we've had a we've had a a text come in for this uh you know for this resource and I just want to again let the folks know if you're listening if you're listening today that we do have a free health resource to give away it's called 10 choices for a full life by Katia Reinhardt and the code is SA116 and if you send that code SA116 to 04888808811, we'll send you a free copy of the book, 10 Choices for a Full Life, a, a fantastic resource to, to give you expert advice on simple changes that you can make to your lifestyle to improve your health. So send us a text and... Uh, We're going to now listen to this beautiful song called Blessings by Laura Story. Protection while we sleep We pray for healing For prosperity We pray for your mighty hand To ease our suffering And all the while You hear each spoken need 
Yet love is way too much to give us lesser things. Cause what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? story the song was blessings what a powerful song that is you know when when we go through challenges and often gary you know when people are facing 
health challenges. It's a time when we can sometimes even question our faith. We can question, we can ask and, and think, you know, if I, is it something that I've done wrong? We can start to feel guilty. Um, we, we feel that we regret, you know, maybe in, in your case, Gary, you know, you might have even felt that way a little bit yourself once you got those results back and you thought, oh, I've known, you know, what I should be doing and haven't been doing it. But, but at the end of the day, God is a God of grace. He's a God of mercy. And he's a God who wants to, wants to bless us in every, every aspect of our health, physical, mental, social, spiritual. Well, particularly, uh, particularly Marty, when you're, when you tend to be younger, uh, you know, there's a lot that you can get away with, uh, that you, you don't realize that it's actually, uh, it's actually backlogging, you know, in you. I mean, for, for many years, I mean, I, I didn't know what the inside of a doctor's surgery looked like for probably my, until my halfway through my 50s. You know, that's when I was first started to see what the, uh, the inside of a doctor's surgery looked like. Uh, that was, but, and I, I'd encourage so many men, you know, I, I particularly speak to men on this one. And I know men do actually listen to this. Uh, you know, it, to me, this is something that, uh, you know, if, if in fact you're going to have quality senior years, it's really important to look after yourself, uh, in the lead up, uh, to, to those years. That's absolutely correct. Gary, I looked at some research on this not that long ago saying basically whatever your health is when you're middle age, that's pretty much going to give you a pretty good indication of what it's going to be, you know, as you get into those senior years. Now, that's not to say that if your health isn't isn't ideal, because that was your experience, that you can't turn it around, but it's going to take a bit of effort. And, um, and I, I'm just so encouraged by your experience of, of actually, um, Making a change and and starting to get into a schedule where you were implementing things like daily exercise and drinking more water and and you were actually being able to see the kilos start to shed off. You were able to see oh, your blood pressure come down, and that would have just that would have just motivated you to keep on oh, going. That's, that's incredibly incredibly relevant because I, I know my blood pressure now is significantly lower than what it was just six or seven years ago. And I'm six or seven years older now, you know. In fact, one of the things I... So you're healthier now, even though you're seven years older. Well, there's actually a thing called your your health age. And this was one of the other things at that particular meeting when we had the uh, the, uh, <laughs> had the test, you know. They established, uh, you know, they took all your, you know, all your bits and pieces and uh, gave you a health age. And they mm, said, well, mm. okay, and naturally, and at that time uh, i was uh, i was in my uh, my late uh, well my late later 50s uh, and uh, they gave me a health age of being later 60s uh, and i uh, frankly i felt highly insulted because uh, i thought these guys have got this thing <laughs> wrong uh, but then i, I went home and uh, my family uh, went and supported them and uh, and said well actually mm, you know mm. i mean maybe you know maybe they might actually be right you know, and uh, uh, then I, I I muttered a few things about, uh, about 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 their comments, but in thinking about it, you know, I had to I had to acknowledge that probably the doctors and my family were probably right. They had probably made uh, an important uh, statement to me that I actually needed to do something about. Mm. And you know, you know, the thing that really jumps out at me is that uh, within the the, the the scriptures, you know, Paul writes an amazing 
amazing thing when he he talks about in First uh, Corinthians six and uh, uh, it's verse nineteen and twenty. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, that you have from God, that you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And, you know, it's it, it's so easy for us to think, hey, you know, we relate to God, you know, when we you know when we pray daily, when we you know spend time in the Word. That's important. Uh, but you know, the thing that I suppose, uh, you know, I uh, I live in an incredibly stress-filled world, mm. and more than anything else, I need a method of being able to deal with the stress that my world uh, does put uh, put upon me. And uh, here, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? This is a really beautiful thought to me. Uh, in fact, what does that say to you? You know, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's a, it's it's a, a beautiful thought, really, that God would actually see us with incredible value, and that. I suppose um, that he would look at our our physical makeup, our, our 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 emotional makeup, and say, "What you do is so important. Yeah. How you live your life is so important." You know, we are to God. He's saying. Because he wants to live in our hearts, we, we become like a temple. And Gary, a temple is a place that needs to be taken care of. It's a place that, that is, um, you know, it's, it's really our top priority to have the temple in the best condition possible because we need, uh, you know, to, to, to thrive in life. I think it just speaks of a God who actually cares about our our well-being about our emotional well-being physical spiritual the whole lot god wants us to have a good life that's that's exactly the point. And, you know, uh, to me, there are so many people in, in our world, you know, I mean, uh, you get these demonstrations from time to time where I hear people saying, uh, my life, my body, my life, you know, my body, my life, I own my body. Yet Paul here into the Corinthians, he's turning around and he says, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? We know that what Paul is saying is that your body is actually not your body. Uh, you are the temple of the... When you've accepted Jesus Christ, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, who you have from God. You're not your own, uh, for you were bought with a price. You yeah. are actually the... Uh, uh, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, the expectation of Scripture is that we will actually be caring for our body in the same way uh, that uh, the the ancients would care for the uh, for the physical temple mm-hmm. uh, that was out there. It's a beautiful imagery, Pastor Gary, and you know we 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 take care of the things that that uh, that are important to us. You know we take care of our of our vehicles. We don't just put rubbish fuel into them. You know we we don't just put rubbish oil into them, etc. You know we take care of them. How much more important? that we follow the manual that God has given to us in the Bible and we actually experience the best possible health. I just want to give another shout out. You know, if you're listening today and you you just want to take that next step forward in your health journey, I want to recommend to you this resource that we're giving away for free. It's called 10 Choices for a Full Life, an Abundant Life. 
a, a life where you thrive and flourish and experience well-being, where you feel good. And who doesn't want to feel good? Yeah. Who doesn't want to actually have energy? Who doesn't actually want to be able to live to to a ripe old age and see your grandkids and, and experience all those blessings? Well, if that's something that you desire, send us a, a, a text and send the code SA116 and you're going to send that code to 04888. 80811. It's a free resource. We'd love to be able to give you this resource so that you can start, um, or continue on, on your health journey and, and just, and, and I'm sure you'll get so much out of this little resource. There'll be something there. There'll be a chapter there that will speak to your specific situation because it's holistic, this book. Yeah, yeah. It looks at all different aspects of our health. And Marty, can I just sim- simply say, hey, look, you know, if, if you want to actually go online, you know, I was going to actually share. We don't have time to do that, but, uh, share on the blue zones. Uh, look, just go online and just have a look at blue zones health. Uh, blue zones have been identified in uh, a lot of the, the literature as zones where people live abnormally long periods of time. They're found in Okinawa, in Japan, uh, in Greece, in Sardinia, in Italy, uh, in Costa Rica, and Loma Linda in California. These groups of people are living significantly longer than what the documented average is, and it's all got to do uh, with their lifestyle. Uh, so if you want information on that, guys, just go online, just have a look for Blue Zones uh, Health Results. You'll read some amazing, uh, amazing material. Yeah, I uh, particularly, uh, yeah, am, am, uh, and am encouraged by the results out of California, Gary. It's quite amazing to see, uh, to see those, those results. Yeah, no, it looks like it's our time is up for today. I want to thank you so much for joining Pastor Gary and I on Drive Time, big Q&A. I want to encourage you to join again tomorrow. Pastors Fabiano and Hugh are going to be discussing holistic health, Is the gym enough? I'd like to leave you with these words from God who says to us in his word, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. May you know and walk in the plan that God has for your life. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.